After halftime, the crowd returned to their seats with fresh hot dogs and oversized sodas, ready to see their St. Francis Foxes defeat the visiting Garfield High Jaguars. Father Francis took his seat courtside next to the Foxes bench where he could keep a close eye. Nothing happens at St. Francis without Father Francis' say-so. So what did Father Francis say that fateful February evening? Was the parting of the shoe an act of God? Or was it the devil's work? On February 26, 2019, the St. Francis Foxes lost in the state basketball playoff game against the Garfield High Jaguars. Star recruit Brian Bates' freak shoe accident early in the second half led to the Foxes blowing a major lead. To most, this was a shocking loss and a shocking injury, but some know the truth. This game's outcome and Brian's injury were fixed. My name is Maxine Phillips, and I'm finagling the truth of the parting of the shoe at St. Francis High. Father Francis looms over St. Francis like it was named for him. His bald head and tight goatee haunt every hallway. A dead ringer for a Benedictine monk without the spiritual weight. He relishes every dress code or minor profanity, eager for any excuse to rain punishment and shame upon another sinner. He believes he was put here to reform our souls, to make us into proper Catholics. I believe he was too rigid for priesthood. After getting the lowdown from Loney, where she accused him of great inflation and cooking the books, I still go back to Brian for more information. Father Francis is... Wait, are you recording this? Yes, but, um, don't hold back. He's a good man. Very generous. He's the reason I'm here. So he did recruit you? Because from what I found, that's illegal. I... I gotta go. Francis holds too much power to trust any secondhand testimony. Every account is tainted by fear or spite. I had to go straight to the source, but pulling a Bobby Knight wasn't enough to get an audience. Luckily, I knew something that would. Well, Mary, I think it's time for a beard. Miss Phillips, my office now. What do you think you're doing? Recording for my journalism assignment. Please, I know all about your little project. What? I'm sorry, who told you? Was it Miss Loney? Mrs. Graves? Coach Boogie? Oh no, was it Wolfman? Casey Wilcox? Nothing on this campus escapes my observation. Omniscience is next to godliness. Careful. Now put that away so we can get started. Why? Do you have something to hide? Certainly not. Then what are you afraid of? Very well. If you want a recording of your punishment, I suppose that can be permitted. Punishment? For vandalizing the Virgin Mary statue. Yeah, it was a dry erase marker, comes right off, and she does look better with a beard. Your sacrilege was bad enough. Do not add flippancy. Isn't it sacrilegious to make that statue in the first place? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's no golden calf, but it's not exactly God's plan. Young lady, 
Right, right. I, I apologize profusely. You know, I'll do a rosary. You will visit confession, where a priest will give you further guidance. How about I throw in two Our Fathers? This is not a negotiation. Okay, okay. Confession it is. Right after this. Miss Phillips? Just give me a second. Your business here is done. Not quite. Why do you have two recorders? And that was that. I had to give him a passing grade. Care to explain? I certainly do not care for your tone. We're well past pleasantries, Father. And we're talking more than just great inflation. I have it on record that you slashed the band budget and funneled the extra money to the basketball team. <laughs> you have one teacher making wild accusations. Then clear it up for me. I don't need to explain myself to you. You're so right. You can explain it to the press. And what would you tell them? Your school is appropriating finances like every other school in the nation? No matter how much digging you do, you will not find the vast conspiracy you're after. Because it simply does not exist. But Miss Loney said... If Miss Loney had a better head for finance, she would not be teaching band. Are we done here? Not yet. I'm afraid I'm on Miss Loney's level, and I need you to break it down for me, Father. If this will get you out of my office... Only one way to find out. Very well. You've been around the basketball team? You see how many people come to each game. How much concessions and merchandise we sell. It's quite impressive. Now, have you ever been to a band concert? Have you seen anyone wear a Tootin' Foxes t-shirt? Yeah, they might need better branding. Miss Loney's band does not bring in a dime. And yet, they request more money than any academic department. <sighs> Instruments aren't cheap. Or teachers. If you're alluding to Miss Stone... She stir up too much trouble? She demanded new uniforms for the pep squad and put her job on the line. I told her the plain reality of our financial situation, expressed my desire for her to continue her work, and she made herself a martyr. The basketball team got new uniforms. Paid for by the revenue they generated. Why not share the wealth? You know, make sure every student is taken care of? We do. That's why Ben exists at all. They're hardly taken care of. I've seen the state of their uniforms or instruments. The trumpet Brian plays? It's practically an antique. Another example of Miss Loney's passive-aggressive campaign against the basketball team. Have you seen Robbie Bartlett's trumpet? He's first chair. So you are in favor of preferential treatment? No, I... That's not the same thing. Oh? Every game, you supply Brian with two pairs of D-Lo tops. That's 450 bucks, 30 times a year. If you gave him just one pair a game, the savings would be just enough to outfit the entire band. Is that fair to Brian? Doesn't he bring in the revenue that makes those shoes possible? Well, <laughs> yes, but... And what do you think happens to the used sneakers? That we simply throw them away? <sighs> I didn't think... That's right. You didn't think. Some shoes we give to charity. 
to community members in need, and the rest we sell at the end of semester auctions. Our best sellers, I might add. Oh, it's not the wrestling singlets? Those auctions help fund our athletic department every year. But with the excess earnings since Brian's arrival... You can pay for the rest of the shoes. Very good, Miss Phillips. Don't patronize me, Father. Don't speak to me with such impudence. I am still your principal, despite your investigation. Note. He put air quotes around investigation. Right. Okay. So maybe you can make the money work. Let's just say that's all above board. How generous of you. That doesn't explain you ordering Miss Loney to give Brian a passing grade. More accusations from the same embittered party. Are you denying them? How do I put this? Truthfully. Ban is an extracurricular, not a core part of Brian's education. Like basketball. We're not discussing math, science, or even literature. Even? Perhaps Brian plays trumpet as horribly as Miss Loney claims. I can't say I've heard him. But should that stop him from doing what he's truly gifted at? Or losing his scholarship and student visa? What do the rules say? If you followed the rules, you never would have entered my office. And if you followed the rules, Brian wouldn't be here in the first place. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think international athletes are supposed to be recruited as exchange students. That's enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I hitting too close to home? No, my patience has run out. It's time for you to leave. Not yet. There's something you're not telling me. There are multitudes I am not telling you, but none of that amounts to the corruption you so desperately seek. One freak accident and you become Bob Woodward. Who? Sarah Koenig? It's Koenig, but yeah, sure, I get your point. I don't think you do. You are a student here, a minor, taking on a task outside of your experience and expertise. Not only that, you're disrespecting the entire St. Francis family in the process. Who have you been talking to? Your name was cleared hours after the incident. The victim of the crime. More air quotes. Is back to normal already. No worse for the wear. That was an important game. A nationally televised playoff game with college recruiters in the stands. And he will have more next year. Do you really think one missed game will impact where Brian goes to school? I have a stack of letters from recruiters that would assure you otherwise. If there was a crime committed, we need to find the culprit. What if they strike again? You assume far too much. What if it was simply an accident and all you are uncovering is more emotional distress for everyone involved? It couldn't have been an accident. Devin, he showed me the dealers. Devin Gilroy? You're pinning your entire theory on the knowledge. We get it. You love air quotes. Of a high school dropout. <laughs> school isn't for everyone. He failed home economics, which is barely possible. So he's a pioneer. Instead of listening to hearsay and badgering innocence, why don't you devote yourself to something truly worthwhile? Take this enthusiasm into Bible study. The reason I was born and came into this world is to testify the truth. Very clever, Miss Phillips, but cherry-picking one verse does not excuse your disrespect. The truth will set you free. That is enough. Sanctify them by the truth. Enough! You will learn 
to respect St. Francis. Note. He pointed to himself. One way or another. Are you sure? Maybe a month of Saturday detention will do the trick. You can start this week. Uh, you know, that sounds lovely. Yep. We're done here. See you Saturday for a full day of service. You'll fit right in with Mr. Jackson and Miss Green. Owen and Holly. Perfect. What was that? Nothing. Father Francis was never going to give me the truth. No matter what I asked. There's too much at stake. The money from athletic sponsorships, his reputation as a steady hand at the wheel, the public image and prestige of the institution which he appears to hold above even himself. But it wasn't a dead end either. By sending me to Saturday school with Owen and Holly, I had a captive audience for my investigation. Why did Brian's best friend and girlfriend fight in the cafeteria just days after his injury? The now famous Instagram video of their face-off, up to 10,000 views, left me with more questions than answers. Was it standard teenage emotions? Peacocking for social media? Or something far more sinister? I had to dig deeper, right into the dark hearts of the two people closest to Brian. If anyone had the knowledge and opportunity to sabotage Brian, it was Owen and Holly. Only thing missing was a motive. Well, till next time, I'm Maxine Phillips. The Parting of the Shoe is written and produced by Maxine Phillips. Music, sound design, and mixing by Devin Gilroy. Reenactments directed by Holly Green. Special thanks to Tony Phillips and Brian Bay. If you liked what you heard or for more information, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you get your latest podcast from. Thank you and peace out.